Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, not monkeying around with the FBI, Ozzy shocks again, another gold brick in the wall, the dirty business of pay to play, and is your favorite tour t-shirt filthy? We're airing out our dirty laundry this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the guys who don't have any merch for you to buy, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello everybody, I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod, everybody. Episode seventy-eight. Wow, seventy-eight. 78. Well done, Dave. Our yeah, birth we, year. Um, we don't we are have our birth year. We are. We are. We were both yeah, born our birth in seventy-eight. Year episode. There we go. Both born in seventy-eight, so we made it that far. Yes. Um, so we don't have merch. This is a very good point. Um, we we're, need. Merch. We're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. Well, we have merch. Yeah, Dave and I have Guitar Dads uh, t-shirts, but we've heard from <laughs> some you of you folks that, don't. that you would love a Guitar Dads t-shirt. So we're going to set up one of those stores where you kind of order it on your own yep. and it like does it up for you. It's a little more expensive, but then you'll be the only one that you know with a Guitar Dads t-shirt. And you can That's just, right. You can be Unless so- you buy it up for all your family and friends, and then you won't be the only one with a Guitar Dads t-shirt, which we actually appreciate. You can be so chill with your family and friends. <laughs> the guitar dad's t-shirt well because you know i i feel very chill when i put my guitar dad's t-shirt on i feel so relaxed and cool sometimes i just sleep with it not on with it I do on too. but like next to me in the bed just to kind of cuddle up yeah yeah i think know. we're also going to do the guitar dad's um guitar shaped back scratcher yeah um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love this idea i think we're gonna i'm do always that. looking for a good back scratch yeah I mean, who doesn't need a guitar-shaped back scratcher? That's right. So it's going to be go. shaped like a record needle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good idea yeah. too. Okay. All right. Okay. What are we talking about? Anyway, here? so uh, thank you to all of our uh, listeners out there each and every week. We appreciate you. We see it. We see your comments. We love it. Uh, so keep following us on Instagram at Guitar Dads Podcast and uh, come to our our uh, Facebook group at Guitar Dads Podcast there too. No questions asked. We'll let you in. Let you in. Uh, been having some fun this week in there, so we'll talk about that later on. Um, and what else we got? We're on Twitter, Akintar Dad's Podcast, and you know a little bit of YouTube stuff out there. And uh, yes. by the way, if you like what we do, please leave comments. Please leave reviews. All yeah. that stuff, because it really does help the show. That helps out, guys. So definitely do it. And we appreciate it. Yes. So thank you. Thank you, guys. What do we got going on this week in the Dataverse? The Dataverse. Well, the Dataverse was kind of busy this week, actually. Um, it was. Huh? Get get this. The only the only living member of the monkeys is suing the FBI. Can you this believe is, this? this? I, I this saw like, this story. Like this is the craziest thing. So Mickey so Dolan is this, suing the FBI. Okay, so this stems back to. Um, so he so apparently the FBI has a file on the monkeys and. They're not giving up. They're they're not, and and a number of other bands of that era, um, because of like you know accusations of propaganda and you know anti-war stuff and all the stuff from the '60s. Okay, so um, anyway, apparently uh, the 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 basis for the lawsuit is they're not they're not giving up all the all the material. He wants to see the whole file, and they're not providing it. That's crazy. Um, and and so he's suing to get it. But this stems from um, uh, an FBI informant was apparently on their first tour. And uh, and I quote, 
Subliminal messages were depicted on the screen, which in the option of informant's name redacted here, uh, constituted quote, left wing intervention of a political nature. <laughs> I mean, this of course, is so this, this, is like, this is like Vietnam, right? This is all the, the like anti-Vietnam stuff and well, the hippie era. This is kind of like the red, the stuff, red, right? you know, yeah. the red scare and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. That's so funny. So, you <laughs> so know, this is like, you know, so Mickey's like going to turn around and sue the FBI. So him and Trump yeah. suing the uh, Justice Department. Nice. <laughs> and in the, le- in the letter to the, in the letter to the FBI, his lawyer apparently said, you were, I am not your stepping stone. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Anyway, oh my All goodness! Right. Dad joke, dad joke number one. There, there out was, of the way was. for the night. There it was. There, there it is. There was. Um, well, somebody who's not getting. Well, what do you think about that? Do you have any other comments? No, no. I think we're done. I think it just. I think it's that's, hilarious. That was a crazy era. And you know, the FBI also, um, you know, um, killed um, in the same era. That, that there's the rumor, there's the conspiracy theory that they killed uh, Bob Marley for that same reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yep. Is that true? I don't know. Go conspiracy theory it up and find out. <laughs> and there's a new conspiracy out there, too, that the FBI has something to do with Vince Neil's voice. Oh, Just, yes. I, you know what? I did hear that they kind of mess with his vocal cords, like some kind of chemical. Yeah, that's true. Yep, yep. Anyway. <laughs> so um, speaking of, well, let's uh, let, speak somebody who can't sing to somebody who can still sing. Uh, mm. Ozzy says he still can tour. Nice. So as as we all know, he just put a new record out. Um, well, he proved it go with that Commonwealth Games um, he did. performance with Sabbath. He totally he did. did. Yeah, he totally did. Yeah, and 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 and, and he says, and I quote: "I got a lot of quotes tonight. If I have to go up there and die on the first song, I'll be back. I'll still be back the next day. No, to- that's totally Aussie. The Prince, the Prince of, of Darkness. Darkness he is. He um. He thinks he's going to come back from the dead. So yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens." You wouldn't put it past Ozzy. You know, you think of it's a miracle he's still even alive. (laughs) I mean, it really is. And he just had major surgery and survived COVID. It's kind of unbelievable. But but you're right. To your point, he really can still do it, which he did prove a few weeks ago. He can do it. He can do it. It's unbelievable. I mean, this guy should have died like, you know, 40 years ago. 17 times we right? gotta go so, we gotta go see him dave it's gonna be awesome zach wild's gonna play with him it's gonna be great oh yeah that'd be a great show <laughs> it's gonna be great anyway but anyway stay tuned um ooh, so did you hear this uh another catalog might drop um there are offers apparent rumored offers out there for the pink floyd catalog upwards of 500 million which was obviously going to go for more because what did we say before we started recording? The Springsteen catalog went recently for five, rumored to be 550, right? 550, yeah. Yep. Yep. I say the Pink Floyd catalog goes more. Yeah, I think Pink Floyd's probably sold more albums than him um, over their time. And actually, that's a good question. Let's Google that up. That's yeah. a very good question. I, when Have you said they? that, I would actually, I wonder, I bet they're very close. I bet they're very close. Because Springsteen's put out more albums. For sure, right? Sixty-five point five is what pops up. Um, For who? Springsteen. Yep. Sixty-five point okay. five million sales Sold. in the U.S. Who knows? And what, I'm. But this I'm going to say from. Floyd's less than that. Hold on. There's. Am there's I going to be really, right here? There's really I mean, all kinds like of a, different things here. Okay. Oh yeah. There's all so let's go. Stuff. So here's a website that says. The uh, nationalenquirer.com. Yep. Very best reputable selling, site. Bestsellingalbums.org is what it is. 
That's really a website. It's really a website, man. Jeez. It doesn't give a total for Springsteen. Okay, so what do you think? So he, so you just said sixty-five million sold. What do you think? What do you think think Floyd? What do you think Floyd's at? I mean, I would think I would definitely. I, I don't know. This is you know what? Now that I think about it, even though Floyd has fewer albums, I yeah, I I think maybe their sales are higher. Yeah, two hundred and fifty million. Wow, that's, that's what comes up in Wikipedia. That's, that's what, what Wikipedia is saying. Wow. So I think I think the Bruce Springsteen thing has to be over un- four times un- understated. What? That has to be understated. That can't be. Accurate, that can't be then. right. Let's go to Let's go to Wiki. Then the Springsteen. Yeah. Say, wait a minute. Sixty-five million. Oh no! It says it. It says really it on. Well. Wi- it says it on, on Wiki. Wiki. Sixty-five wow. m- million for Springsteen. Okay, so you're telling me that Pink Floyd has sold four times more albums wow. than that's so this crazy. could be so this could be like this could be the first billion, billion do- dollar <laughs> this could be the first billion dollar catalog this could be it that's kind of unbelievable when you think about that isn't it um, yeah that this is gonna go for way more than five hundred million that's um, crazy yeah it says on it says according to the Re- recording industry Association of America you sold sixty five point five and that's and 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 Floyd is over 120 million. So there you go. There you go. So there you go. We'll, we'll see what happens here. But this brings up another interesting point. We love to talk about this. There was some big news over the last couple of days about streaming royalty rates. Yes. So we had. I'll it try to just inform me of this before we started recording. Yeah. So I'll try to. I'll try to do this in the most you know, clear way I can, but it's confusing stuff, guys. So, so buckle up for, 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 for all this. So <laughs> quiz next week. So we had talked about a, a, a while back, maybe a couple of months ago that the copyright board um, mandated that royalty rates for publishers um, for music should go up to 15.1%. Is that right? Hold on. I'm, I'm looking this up just to make sure I got it right. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Sorry, guys. I just want to. So, so, so they agreed that it would go from 10.5% to 15.1% for five years between 20, 2018 and 2022. So then what we reported to you at that time, what was being widely reported at that time is it's not clear who has to pay for this increase. So it's a big uh, f- fight that ensues between the record labels, the publishers, the, labels, right. the big yep. publishers, which are mainly owned by the big labels, and the um, and the streaming services that they get into this uh, fight about it. So the 2018 to 2022, um, apparently the rate was already at 15.1 percent. So then they they had to negotiate what it's going to be for the next you know five years. Yeah. Right. So this is going to be through 2027. They actually jointly came to an agreement, and this is the disappointing part. It's only going to be 15.35 percent. Not much. Not so. That's not and, much. And and I know that the the publishers went out with a 20. percent They said this should go up to 20 percent. You know, anticipating yep. that the copyright board is going to go up for that period as well. Copyright royalty board is what it's called in the United in the U.S. So. So this is interesting. It only goes up by, you know, 0.25%, which isn't nothing, right? Especially for the bigger artists, but for the smaller no. artists, like this is nothing. And then this, does, you know, and, and again, this goes to the publishers. This doesn't go to the artists. So depending on your deal, um, you know, it's not great. However, 
it does like it, it ties back to what we just talked about with Pink Floyd, Springsteen, you know, go down the list of our artists that have cashed out. It means that these publishers, you know, obviously, and we talked about this every time one of these deals is announced, we talk about how the the publishers obviously feel like this stuff is going to continue to pay off for years and years and years. Oh, and, and years. it will. And, I, and I this mean, that's is a just, no brainer. And, and this is proof that it will, because yep. you know, guess what? The royalty rates guess going what? up. Royalties are going up. Um, so, and I think the royalty rates will only go up, but, but so this, I would say this is, this is kind of an amazing thing. I think it's both like my hot take on this is it's good for the artist, but also bad in that there seems to be this, you know, I would think the publishers would want to fight a little bit harder to get a little bit more. Right. But they've seemed to have decided instead of going through a long protracted legal battle, we're just going to decide on this uh, together. They released a joint statement the other day and that's what it's going to be. So, so it's kind of interesting to me that the, the, that they're, that they're actually doing that, you know, and, and, and it's for a lot of reasons. I think one of the reasons is, you know, if you look at, um, you know, these, these streaming companies, they are inc- increasing the listenership, right? So, so, you know, these things are going to, are, are going to grow, you know, but the jury's also it, out on that. Like how long are these things going to grow? You know, Netflix has been very, it's, it's very public. Their stock price has taken a little bit of a hit because they've been losing subscribers, right? Yeah. So, th- you know, this could happen to Spotify. This could happen to Apple and, and Amazon. And, they, and so, yeah, yeah. so it's a little bit, it's a little bit interesting to me. So I, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, take it for what it is. I would say it's a very small victory, but it's there. So, Well, and the other thing, too, and this is a, probably a very small factor in this, but I'm sure they're looking at this at, Sure, in terms of like purchasing catalogs of these classic, but these, you know, iconic bands. Uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago in terms of, you know, old versus new music. Yes. When you look at when you look at downloads, new music is losing out to old music, though they also qualified new music is something 18 months old or younger. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, so but anyway, but the point is people aren't just like jumping on the next big hit that's out there. They're they're going back and they're digging. Maybe they're digging a little bit deeper. So. I think there's definitely I think there's definitely a value proposition for all these companies that are interested in purchasing catalogs because of course these things are going to be making money for years to come in particular for an iconic band like Pink Floyd, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's really it's yeah. So anyway, so anyway, this is a little tidbit for you. A little bit of progress, not great progress, but um the mo- the bit. needle is moving on this. That's so. right. So all right. Anyway, well, uh, to uh, wrap up our news and notes segment, uh, in sad news, uh, Nickelback is teasing their first release in over five years. <laughs> so, I, so I know that it's cool to make fun of Nickelback. I mean, they had some good songs. Listen, I, you know what? I've seen Nickelback. Okay, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that a lot of the criticism is deserved. No. But some of it is. Some I mean, of some it of it is. Okay? They have some yeah. very lame stuff. And they were just, like, if we're just honest, they were just so overplayed. So any band that gets that overplayed is going to get some flack as well. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I thought they had something. If you go, like... They did. If you go into some of their catalog, like, some of the stuff is pretty heavy, aggressive stuff with great guitar playing. Yeah, so, they... No, uh, they... Yeah. I, listen, I'm, I'm not a knocker of Nickelback. I just thought that, you know, it kind of... It, they do get their fair share of criticism, and and some of it is deserved, some of it isn't. But you know, they haven't been, they haven't put out new music in five years. So maybe this will be. It'd be interesting to hear what this is going to be about. This you is know? how you remind me to not listen to that album. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yep. Well, 
you know. <laughs> and this is a German. <laughs> I can't even do a good impression. You can't him. even do a good impression. Uh, Neither can he. I really am. <laughs> the dude's name. I can't. This I can't even is how you're my man. That's that's Chad Kroger. That's kind of there. It's kind of got there. That's right. Yeah, you kind of got. Look there. at his photograph. I'll tell you. So that when that album, when that when that record hit, I was working. I was in. I was still in college. And I remember I was working at Sam Goody. You guys remember CD stores? Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I was working at Sam Goody, and that album was just constantly coming out of the shop. It was just everybody was buying it. It was nice. ridiculous. Nice. Know? So nice. that was a that was a yeah. But you're right. It was completely overplayed, and I think that's why I got sick of it. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. Okay. That was a long that's time. that's news and notes for you all. That's news and notes this week. What else uh, we got? Well, we are going to do two weeks in a row of uh, um, our favorite segment. I think on this pod is uh, bands. Well, maybe it's in our favorite. I don't know. Is it your favorite? It's kind of my favorite. Uh, bands you should be listening to. We got a good one this week. Have you had a chance to listen to these guys, Matt? Because I, I, I sent I, you, you know, a few clips. I should have. I totally did not listen to them. Uh, I'm really sorry, but, but there was another band that I sent you that we should also talk about. We will talk about them too, yeah. Okay, so, so let's use talk guy, about the, this one. The, yeah, okay. The dudes, the dudes that I'm talking about are out of uh, Baltimore. They got a couple of EPs out there. And if you guys like the, you know, that, that, cla- that, that mix between a classic rock and a modern rock band, um, and, and you're a big fan of like a, a rival sons and a, I, I don't know. We, we, we can, we can name a bunch of bands like that. But anyway, the, the name of this band is the stone horses. Mm. And I, we highly recommend that you go listen to these guys. Yeah. I mean, I haven't listened to them, so I can't recommend great vocals, it. but great Dave, vocals, if Dave great says guitars, it, if Dave says I mean, it, I believe it. These guys are the real deal. They got a, um, a new single that, um, that just dropped. Uh, I'm going to look up the name. Oh, of course I don't have it in front of me. Look up the name not of it. Prepared. What's wrong with you? Not not prepared on the Guitar Dads <laughs> podcast. What's wrong with you, man? I got a slow internet connection and my iPad's kind of like hanging up over here. I'll what's get wrong, it what's you. wrong with you, Chan? You've been hanging out with Blake? <laughs> I've been hanging out with you. Uh, you hanging single, out with Blake called, uh, <laughs> It is called When I Get Paid. and it, uh, I'm not sure exactly when it came out, but it's it's new and it's a good it's a good one. Um, anyway, so these one. guys, go check them out. The Stone Horses. Oh, nice. I will definitely check them out. There was another band that we wanted to shout out. We're not going to save it for next. We're not going to save it for next week. We're just going to we're shout just going to talk them out. What is the name of the band? I'm looking it up, trying to remember. Oh, oh here God. it is. You don't even know the name of the band you sent I, me. I got I it. I do. I got it. I got it. I got it right here. Every everybody relax. Chill. chill everybody. Out. Everybody chill. Sit down. This is pour a band. Yourself a drink. This is if a, you'd like. This is an awesome band called Stolen Prayer. Stolen Prayer, yes, Am I've I heard right? of them. Yeah, that's actually. the band, right? Yes, you, yep. yeah, you had heard of them. The reason I came across them is is that Dave somehow followed them on our Instagram account, and I'm scrolling our Instagram. Is that right, Dave? You followed yep. them, yeah. So yep. I somehow like was scrolling. And I was like, "Whoa, what the I heck?" Of the is-? game again, and they put a clip up, and I'm like, "Whoa, what the heck is this guy?" These guys are essentially music. these guys are like really embracing the '80s hair band thing down to the hair, right? But they're not yes. like a parody band like Steel Panther. They're actually writing you know, non-parody songs and, and, um, and kind of doing it. Right. But it's like, mo- this is the I, I dude say, that looks like Sebastian Bach. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The lead singer looks like Sebastian. Bach. <laughs> I, I would say it's like modernized eighties music is like eighties hair band music is what I would call it. Um, cause they, cause they, they don't like completely do the eighties hair band thing, but they do a lot of it. And I would say they're kind of combination of like Motley Crue and Rat. 
Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, great guitar playing, great great sounds, like big uh, choruses, like that kind of arena rock thing from the 80s. I mean, it's and pretty a little cool. Bit of the band that, and a little bit of the band that I just kind of uh, partially referenced, um, you know, uh, sub- he does. He does have that Sebastian Bach look, but it definitely, definitely. He doesn't. Kind of sound, he doesn't that, sound like. Sebastian he doesn't sound Bach. like him. No, but they definitely have that bit of a Skid Row sound too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's that that whole kind of era. Um, yep. They they sound they sound great. So um, I would, if you're into that kind of thing, and go and check him out. Guitar player is killer. Just killer. Looks like he's playing through Marshalls. He's not playing Les Paul, so you know he's playing more of the super strats, which you would expect um from this kind of band so but but just just killer stuff like it's so great to see these young bands kind of embracing this stuff right it's to me it's awesome to see like what they're gonna do like we've talked about this so much on the podcast it's like there's all these kids out there and it isn't lost on them and they take it and they do something a little bit new with it and and bring it to bring it into the into the masses you know you know, rock is in such good hands right now. It really is. It really is. You know, and you could. We are in this kind of '80s revival, you could say, right? With um, you know, Stranger Things being so popular, and and um, you know, it, it's it's happening. So, and these guys are kind of taking. They're on like I would say they're on the leading edge of trying to bring back hair metal to some extent. <laughs> so uh, to the to the to the youngsters. So I don't know. It's 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 fun to see and check out. So. So there you go. There's my recommendation there for you. Go. Stolen so, Prayer. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. I wonder if it's like something to do with living on a prayer and then they stole it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, we'll find out. Yeah, maybe. We got to get them on the pod. Anyway. Yeah, all right. Anyway, we, we definitely got to get them on the pod. So, all right. What else we got, Dave? You want to get into a topic? Yeah, let's get into our headliner for the night. What okay. are we talking about? Well, you had come across some interesting stuff about touring. And you yes. know what? What up and coming bands go through with touring and how the cards kind of stacked against them. So why, why don't you get into it a little bit? So I came across. Uh, I recommend this guy. He's a great. This he has a great YouTube channel. Uh, his his handle is Tank the Tech. Uh, he's nice. a former guitar tech, and he's he's been in bands, and uh, he's done all sorts of stuff on all sorts of tours. So he can, he kind of comes from a big knowledge base. Um, anyway, the particular video that kind of, that kind of piqued my interest was, uh, about merch splits and tour buy-ons and a couple of videos. Um, and I thought it was just interesting. Thought it'd be something that we should kind of talk about in this pod because we've talked about our recent ongoing theme seems to be like how much are bands getting screwed, right? Yeah. Yeah. We do have Um, that theme on the pod. Yeah. We seem to have that theme lately. So this kind of, you know, meshed right with that. And I thought this would be a good topic, but anyway, um, the, the whole concept of merch split, yeah, what's a you know, merch we, split. So we've talked about, we've talked about how you can support your favorite band. That's not Aerosmith or the Rolling Stones or these, you know, like mm. what can you do? Because we, as Matt just, you know, mentioned these bands are not making their money off of your streaming. They're not making your money off of you buying their CD. They're just not. If you go to a show or even just go on their website and purchase some of their merchandise, buy a t-shirt, buy yeah. a coaster, buy yeah. whatever it is, whatever they got. Um, but the concept of merch splits. Back scratcher. A back scratcher. Yeah. I mean, go on Joe Bonamassa's <laughs> website. They got a ton of stuff. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, the concept of the merch split is these venues take a certain percentage, oftentimes 20% um, wow. of what the, of the, of the net, uh, of what these bands the net? make the net? of the net 
of the okay, net. Okay, all right. But the but the what these bands uh you know get in in merch sales of these tours. Um I think the percentage was less for there's there's the uh, I forget the term, but it's like hard and soft merch. Like you're talking like t- you know, the difference between like buying an, an actual album and buying a t shirt. That's crazy. So, um, I think it's less for the for the like if you buy it a CD or a yeah, yeah because there's actual because there's copyright yeah. there's copyright right. situation there. Wow, that's but really to interesting. his point. They, and there was a band that that uh, I forget the name of it now. They think they're from Australia, and there was some rant that the lead ACDC. singer went on. No, 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 <laughs> no uh, that that uh, in some club recently went on this rant of you know the, about this kind of thing and. And he was encouraging people to, to to buy the merch, you know, like don't go to the bar, go buy the merch. Um, and but to to tank the text point is these bands they're they're agreeing to this, you know. Obviously, they're they're signing these contracts. They the these whether it's their managers or whoever's getting these gigs for them, like their booking agents are, um, they are agreeing to these deals, right? So these bands really have nothing to stand on. So it's either don't put these things in your contract and you're not going to get shows or, you know, that you get, you just got to pay the money. Right. Yep. No, that's right. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, you know, again, another way that they, they screw, they screw, um, they screw bands. Cause it's like, come on, like the venues are making money off concessions, right? Tons of money. You know, like they don't need They're making to, tons of money off yeah. the door. They're making ton of, tons of money off the concessions. I mean, the, they don't, you go to some to of these popular, this. yeah, no, they don't. What do you just, just liquor alone. What do you think of a, oh, yeah. a club pulls in in one night? Right. I mean, yeah, on. yeah. It's completely crazy. So yeah. So that's, you know, that's a big, that's a bummer. I call BS on that, but look, these are industry things. The venues have the power. They just yep. do. They just do. And in you're this signing case. off on it, so you yeah. agreed to it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or you're you not going to. You're pretty much. I not wonder get a though, show, like, right? you, but do you think like this is what we were talking about? Like, you know, unless you have the power, like, a, like a Joe Bonamassa to come in and say, no, 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 I'm not playing by your rules. I'm renting the whole thing. Like, like taking the risk, and, and that that ties into our next um, uh, right. point we want to make. But you know, I think what I've read about Joe is I take on all the risk because I know I'm going to sell the tickets, and then That's and right. therefore it's my uh, venue for the night. I do what. I want um you know I, I i do wonder what when he does that what what his concession deals are i do wonder what that is um but yeah um, it'd be interesting to try to yeah i bet we could kind of dig you know, that for, up somewhere yeah but but for a well-established artist they can do that they have the power if you're just they a band the trying to. to get by and do your tour you know it's it's really tough i mean geez you're gonna get you get dinged left and right you know so and a lot of these bands aren't really making any money off these tours if anything at all they're they're maybe you know maybe breaking even yeah. but they're just yeah. trying to get their name out there and they're and, just trying to yeah just trying to play shows and the merch you know even if they do have to pay 20 percent, the merch to them is you know because because that's like a sunk uh cost that they have in well to the merch you know they sell it at a big profit right um so they can do pretty well off merch Well, not always not always it depends on the deals that it depends on them what they've been able to uh it it depends on a lot of factors yeah but you can pretty much we don't know what the yeah no you're right you're right it depends how like involved the um you know the merch is and that but they usually charge quite a premium for merch at shows so i i'm i know that bands do pretty well on merch but you know obviously the venues know this and they want a piece of the pie too so it's kind of a tough one but um you know overall you know that doesn't mean you shouldn't 
not buy the merch. I think you should buy it. That's right. Um, but um, because I think it helps, it, every little bit kind of kind of helps, and it is much more profitable than than what you're paying for the ticket. It just is, you know, a yep, lot more just money. The way it works. Even with the twenty percent, a lot more money is going to go into the pocket of the band if you buy a T-shirt than than buying you know a thirty dollar concert ticket. You know, so that's right. And the other way the 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 merch works is you know is advertising. You know, you're going to, they want oh, yeah. their name That's right. out there That's right. and you're walking around with their t-shirt. That's on. a great so point. It just, even if it, even if each t-shirt brings in one new fan, you know, that, then it works. Then it works. So, then it works. Yeah. Go buy a t-shirt. Just like I got right here. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, we went dirty to, honey. How many years ago we go to their, our first show with them? Oh. Dirty honey. Was it, uh, it must've been it 2018. It was, I, no, it was, 2019. It was 18 or 19 it was fall, opening for Alter It was fall Bridge. of 2019. Yeah. October, 2019. There you go. Opening for It was like a chilly it. night. So yeah. And they were selling their own merch. Yeah. That's where I got my t-shirt yeah. from them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here anyway. we go. So do you want to get into uh, the next kind of a kind of dovetail into the next, yeah, con- yeah. So, uh, the next co- so uh, another, piece of content here? Yeah. Another way that bands get screwed. Another way that bands get screwed. Another, and thanks to uh, Tank the Tech for the, the idea here to talk about because uh this is all about tour buy-ins and the concept of you know i'll give you the example okay so the stones are in town and um you know you uh the the promoter is going to contact local artists to to come open right yeah so they'll say you can come open but you got to buy x number of tickets and if you sell the tickets great then then you made your money back and if not, then you know you're you're out. But you so can that, then you. Sh- but you're sharing the stage with the Rolling Stones. You so know? that so any band is going to jump at that. But isn't that like? I mean, this seems so sleazy to me. Well, and then the other the other thing with tour buy-ins is the 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 idea of you know bringing some of these bands on to the the actual tour mm-hmm. for a number of dates mm-hmm. and them having to essentially pay a fee. To join the tour and then you're taking a lot of risk there um, you know are we going to make any of this up are we going to wow. gain new fans are we we going to sell enough merch you know all that That's, stuff i mean this is just um, like why would a bit why would like i so is it really true that a like big bands actually do this like an aerosmith or a stones i thought they like asked i think a, i thought like bands you know it's like a big honor to be asked to open for them maybe it's like the opener to the opener that's what it is it's like the, yeah, 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 I, yeah i would from from what i gather it's more the opener to the opener or it's smaller tours it's smaller oh, okay. bands yeah, you smaller, know smaller so, yeah not the yeah. not necessarily big bands but right wow that is unbelievable to me so that's like another way like that that makes it even harder for these bands. It's like, okay, how do they actually, how are they actually going to get ahead on this stuff? That that that. So this is why you know, again, bands need to be a little more creative about how they're going out there and making money, right? Offering VIP experiences, um, offering you know different merch, special merch packs uh, uh, through their website, live streams. Like you got to be real creative as an up and coming band, guys. <laughs> You do, but even the bigger bands, I mean, a lot of that stuff is, you know, think about these these experiences and, and everything else attached with the tour. You know, a lot of these bigger bands that, that have massive deals with labels, you know, a good chunk of that is going back to the label. Oh, yeah, that's true. The label just claims, uh, you know, a big chunk of, of the touring revenue, too, which is unbelievable to me. You know, this is why, you know, the bigger artists, you know, they say enough is enough, and they go out on their own once their deals are done because it's just like they just bleed you dry. But this is like, you right. know, this makes it even harder for up and coming bands to do this and make a living and 
And, um, you know, so anyway, you got to be creative. So this is the thing. If you're in an up and coming band, go out there and be creative because I mean, I think there's different structures. There's, there's yeah. obviously different structures to, to different tours and how bands operate and things like that. But I think, you know, in general, these things certainly happen um, the majority of the time. Right. I mean, the, if you're not signed to a label, then you have a lot more control. But if you do have some kind of a deal, you're you're essentially beholden to what the label wants you to do. No, no, you know? that, that's totally true. You know, the other thing, I also saw, you know, speaking of that, I also saw that one of our favorite bands, Tyler Bryant and The Shakedown, they've actually gone independent and actually started their own label. Oh, they've actually ooh. started their own label now. They're at that point where, you know, I don't know. Good if, for you, Tyler. Yeah, good, good for Tyler. I don't know if this means they're taking on other artists under their label, but they're basically going like the Joe Bonamassa route and kind of doing things under their own label. Um, to be as independent as they can. So that, you know, it's good to see that, that they're able to do that. Um, so, I mean, that's obviously took years and years of hard work for them to get to that uh, that point. But um, you, I wonder, yeah. here's a conspiracy theorist in me. You think uh, Daddy Whitford uh, bankrolled some of this? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Who knows? I, I mean, you know, you never know behind the scenes what's going on, you know. Um, but I wonder, like, I know, like, Tyler's married to Rebecca. I forget Rebecca's last name from from Larkin Poe. So I wonder if, like, there's something going on with Larkin Poe. Larkin Poe, I think, has a, has a label and is on a label. So who knows? But I wouldn't be surprised if they com- combine forces at some point. Um so, because that's, you know, talk about a rock power couple. I mean, that's that's yeah, awesome, you know. Seriously. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, but there you go. Like, there was a prime example of two up-and-coming bands that are being creative. So, um, yep, with, with making money. It happens. Yeah. So, it's pretty It's pretty, It's pretty. pretty nice it's to just, see. It's just, hey, yeah. you know, you got to change with the landscape and you got to do what's right for you. And, and, yeah. and at the end of the day, if you're not, you know, if you're an artist that's not making money, you need to... You need to pivot, yep. right? Yep. And and do something different. Yep. So that's right. That's just the way it works. You got it right, um, man. Speaking speaking of pivoting, yeah. Do we should we touch on this? Should be in our last few minutes. Yeah, let's here? talk should about because everybody else is touching on this. Yeah, so let's we talk about. You want to talk too. about full tone? We couldn't we get through this week without talking about full tone. So what's going on, full tone, Dave? He's out. Done. So full Kapi- tone pedals. Kaput. The, the 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 full tone pedal company i think everybody's aware of it they make the OC, yes. they make the ocd um the guy the the uh, f- founder mike uh, fuller is that his name yes um he's announced uh, via a, a, a widely publicized announcement on on the socials that he is retiring and he's taking his 3 million dollar um what does he say like intellectual property or something and he's going to He's going to keep that, but he's going to go and move to the to Tennessee. I think he's out in California. He's going to move to Tennessee, and he's going to he has property out there. It was basically this kind of braggadocious uh, announcement about yeah. how <laughs> yeah, <it> kind of was <laughs> about how he is <laughs> how he's retiring into this amazing life that he has set up for himself. Kind of, that's kind of his mo. Um, I mean, that's just and if we're honest, like I'm just going to call it out. Um, you know, he was essentially canceled because he made some terrible comments around the Black Lives Matter stuff. So he essentially got canceled. Which he's apologized for, let's be fair. Guitar he's a, Center. He's a, no, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not I'm, condoning anything no, that he said. I'm I, just yeah, saying I don't, he's, I don't even, he's recognized that he's made a mistake and he's apologized. I don't even know what he has. He even said. I don't. I didn't. I try to stay above the fray on that. But he he made some insensitive comments on the Black Lives Matter thing. Led to him him l- losing his. Dis- 
distribution deals, his retail deals through Guitar Center. And I think Sweet... The Fray. I I think think the Fray is insensitive. I've seen them in concert. They're terrible. And... um, They're terrible. So he, he... he lost his re- retailers, a lot of his retailers over this, and therefore that's what's it's essentially uh, put him out of business. Um, is what happened. That that let's just be now, clear. That's what, what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. Now let's. That's exactly what yeah. happened. Now let's also be clear too, because if you are now, I'm not saying anybody who's listening to the show or us feel this way. However, if you are so against comments that are made by people like him or anybody else, then then let's be consistent then if you're anti anti Mike Fuller then how many how many OCDs alone do you think are on oh, like God. you know it got, top boards around the planet it got it got out, well he so there's that it, you know so that's the thing so like, are you going to you going to how far are you going to take it are you going to stop listening to these artists are these artists going to stop using those you know what i mean so it just where well that it gets I, well i agree dave that gets completely ridiculous but but it is true that a lot of people like felt ashamed they didn't want to use their their full tone pedals anymore but a lot of people are like look it's a great pedal i'm going to use it for it's what it is it's a great pedal he's got a, a range of great pedals and now you know they're going up on 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 reverb and ebay for outrageous amounts of money after he announced this so yep. you know if you have an ocd you know hold on to it or if you want to cash in maybe they're getting good as now maybe um, maybe they're getting as good as yeah um, that's right so so listen yeah. i think this is where you have to and we've talked about this with clapton and the whole covid thing yeah. and being you know yeah. anti-vax and all. you when it comes to music i really believe i strongly believe this you music brings everybody together and unless somebody is being completely outrageous and disgusting and, and everything else, I, I think you have to kind of separate yourself when it comes to their beliefs versus what the product that they're delivering to yep, you. Yep. And in the, in the, in the example of Clapton, I mean, who, how can you deny Clapton? And the example here, I mean, the, the OCD is one of the best distortion or best, best drive pedals um, out there, right? And, and used on tons of boards. And I think you kind of have to put aside, you you have to kind of look at the product separately from the person. Well, I think obviously people are doing that because these are going for big, big bucks now um, in, in what it is. But um, look, it, it is what it is at this point. Um, it's kind of a sad uh, state of affairs, but that's what's going on. You know, I think, look, these days you got to be careful what you say, be careful what you do. Yeah. And um, it's out there. And, um, you know, and, that, and, th- and th- this is a real example of that, right? Um, you know, he can spin it any way he wants that he's retiring into this amazing life. But um, the fact is that, you know, when you lose major retailers like that, you're probably not going to be able to sustain the operation that you had in the past. That's right. So, um, we like, it's just life, you know, and that hasn't really been mentioned out there in the social, it's probably in the comments. People have been saying that, but, um, you know, in the reality, that's what happened. And, um, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's life. It's, it's life these days, you know, for better or worse. That's so, right. It just happens. <laughs> it just happens. So anyway, and hold on to your OCDs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or sell them. And, and what, or I'll tell you what, I'm not paying. big money. This is the thing. I like the OCD. I think it sounds great. Is it like an amazing pedal to me? Eh, no, not really. Uh, maybe I'm in a minority on that. Um, Have you played it? I played it. Yeah, yeah. I actually I actually put it head to head with my BEOD and I like my, my Friedman BEOD a lot better. Um, so, mm, interesting. so there you go. So there you go. There you so go. There it is. Um but anyway, that's not to say it's a bad pedal. A lot of people just love it. I think for what I was doing with it, playing it through an already kind of 
kind of dirtier ramp. Um, although, no, I did play it through a clean amp, and I still like the Friedman better. So, anyway. I just think there it's kind of ridiculous that people like people start like flipping out about, you know, things he said or, or his past or all this stuff and just like selling selling what what's like what could be such a great pedal for your use, you know. Yeah. No, I think I mean, it's, it's right. Like it is e- one of Elon the Elon Musk makes a, Elon Musk has made a lot of controversial comments these days, but I don't see people like selling their Teslas. It's you know? probably I mean, the OCD is probably one of the most ubiquitous overdrive pedals, yes. you know, ever. You know, it's like right. Yep. I, I would, buy, you know, I don't know how many of you he's sold, but it's got to be, you know, really getting up there with like um, some of the the most successful pedals of all time, like a Tube Screamer or the the Metal Zone. I mean, I'm sure it's not anywhere close to those, but you know, it's 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 a but very it's popular not, pedal. not trailing by yeah. much. And, and know, he had right? a line of pedals too, and some of them were really good. So yeah. you know, there you go. So there you go. That's that's his life. That's life man, with the full tones, but um. Yeah, but also what is life is the uh, the time limits that we put on our podcast. Yeah, that's right. This is true. <laughs> so we'll probably wrap up there. I yeah, think. Let's wrap right. It. Uh, so thanks again to all our listeners. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Guitar Dads Podcast. Find us on our uh, famous our famous uh, private Facebook group. Yes, at Guitar Dads Podcast. There, come check us out. Have some fun with us, and um, you know, uh, Twitter. YouTube, that kind of thing too. You can find us out there and eat, listen to us each and every week, wherever you are streaming us right now. We appreciate you and thank you. And um, just like I like to do at the end of the episode, Corey Congilio, who is a, um, yes. came on the pod a while back, a friend of ours, he is offering a, a discount code to his website, which is an amazing website with guitar lessons. Um, so check out that discount code in that episode. You can search him. It's up on the Facebook group and, um, yeah, just a shout out to Corey. He's, he's fantastic. And, uh, stay tuned because we have some great, great interviews coming up with a couple of artists that we think you guys are really going to like. Um, one of whom we mentioned last week. So a little tease there, although we did mention it last week's episode. Uh, so yeah, check us out in the near future. If you're enjoying our content, please send out those comments, uh, put some reviews out there because it really helps the show and helps us uh, bring in guests and all this kind of stuff. So yes. thanks again. I think that was uh, this week's Guitar Dads podcast. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip.